I know I say that. My wife told me I need to stop saying that, but <laughs> I won't. I, I got, I'm pulling out the timer. Oh, good old handy dandy. Amen. The Lord put on my heart. They, they took an hour from us, and Brother Jordan going to give it back to you tonight. Amen. Uh, amen. <laughs> I, I, I had something on my heart to share, and I'm going to share it tonight. I, was, I went to take notes in the hate center and try to put it together the way I wanted to deliver it. And every time I tried, the Lord would stop me and, and told me to give it to you the way I give it to them the way I gave it to you. And I said, well, Lord, you put it in my heart. He said, well, that's where you get it from. And so I'm going to give you what's on my heart tonight. If you could turn with me to 1 Samuel chapter 25. I'm not coming with nothing new, nothing mystifying. Just want to encourage the saints tonight. The Bible says, if you put them in remembrance, they, then you'll be a good minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. First Samuel chapter 25. We'll start at verse 14. I'm gonna read about nine verses. I'm going to read out of the New King James Version. I'm doing that purposely. The Bible says, Now one of the young men told Abigail, Nabal's wife, saying, Look, David sent messengers from the wilderness to greet our master. And he reviled them. And the men were very good to us. And we were not hurt, nor did we miss anything, as long as we was, as long as we accompanied them. When we were in the field, they were a wall to us, both night and day. All the time we were with them, keeping the sheep. Now, therefore, know and consider what you would do. For harm is determined against our master and against all his household. For he is such a scoundrel that one cannot speak to him. Then Abigail made haste. Somebody say made haste. And took 200 loaves of bread and two skins of wine and five sheep already dressed, five sheet of roasted grain and a hundred clusters of raisins and 200 cakes of figs and loaded them on a donkey. And she said to her servants, go on before me. See, I am coming after you. But she did not tell her husband Nabal. So it was as she rode on the donkey that she went down under cover of the hill. And there were David and his men coming down towards her and she met them. Now David has said, surely in vain, I have protected all that this fellow has in the wilderness, so that nothing was missed of all that belonged to him, and he has repaid me evil for good. May God do so, and more also to the enemies of David, if I leave one male of all who belong to him 
by morning. Verse 23, it says, Now when Abigail saw David, she dismounted quickly from the donkey and fell on her face. Somebody said, fall on your face. Before David and bowed down to the ground. I'm going to stop right there. Let me read the last verse again. And now when Abigail saw David, she dismounted quickly with haste. She, she did it quickly from the donkey and fell on her face before David and bowed down to the ground. Lord God, I ask you in the name of Jesus, give me clarity of mind, clarity of speech, Lord God. Give me a word, Lord God, to edify your people, Lord, that we may become to the unity of the faith, Lord God, and build up our most holy faith, the faith of faith, Lord. God, I ask for anointing, Lord God. God, I ask that you, you touch our hearts, Lord God. God, we repent again, Lord God, and turn unto you, the author and the finisher of our faith, God. We look unto you, unto the hills from which cometh our help. In the name of Jesus, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. The title I come with tonight, The Joy of the Father. The Joy of the Father, which is the definition of the name Abigail. I always, me and my wife, we going on nine years of marriage. I wanted nothing but boys. And then I went to a doctor's appointment this one time and <laughs> they did a sonogram and they showed me and they looked and there was nothing there where I was used to seeing something there. <laughs> and my wife didn't want to know, so I was just, Smiling. <laughs> I said, okay, Lord, this is a new season, a new, a new dimension of my life. I got a daughter, and I thank God for her because a, a, daughter, a, 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 a daughter does something to a father that a son can't. And I love my sons. I really do. Those are, that's my seed. That's, that's my heir. They, got, they carry my name. One day I'm going to have to give her away. And she's going to have somebody else's name. But until then, she's mine and all mine. Amen. And, and, and a daughter, it, it brightens up a father. You know, she, she, she sits on my lap a certain way and just rubs my face a certain way and, and just calm me down. And no matter how tired I am or stressed I am, if she want to play Little Princess or some ponies or something, I got to do it. Amen. It's just my, I just melt in her hands. A daughter do that. And I thank God because there's a revelation in that because I know in, in Pentecost and in, in the church, the women bear a lot of the, 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 the weight of showing forth the praises of God. And, and it's, a, it's a revelation in that because the woman herself is a, is a symbol of the church whole. A lot of times in the Bible, the church is spoken of in the female gender. And, and if you read the book of Proverbs, chapter 31, it talks about the woman and how wise she is and the way she deals at home and with her husband and, and, and even in the marketplace and how she carries herself. And it's a picture of the church, actually, if you, if you study it. And it talks about the church being the bride of Christ. 
and, and I just want to salute our women if we can. Thank God for our women that bear that, 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 that calling. It's, it's a blessing, amen. And I thank God for you. I thank God for you. A, a woman, she, she, she declare an aspect of God that a man can't. We are all made in his image. If you, if you read your Bible, it wasn't just Adam that was made in God's image. The Bible says he called them, male and female, Adam. And he made them in his image. And I thank God for that because, yeah, we have different roles. There's no male, no female in Christ. But I can't give birth. Amen. I can't conceive, and I don't want to, thank God. But that's a special calling. That's a special anointing. <laughs> I don't want no parts of, amen. But I thank God that a woman, it, it takes strength. It takes, a, 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 it is a calling. And I thank God that our women are women and the man are man. Amen. Now, this story, in the fields of Carmel, uh, there's a few chapters before in chapter 22, where David was on the run for his life against King Saul. And he and his brethren and his father came to him in the cave of Adullah and, 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 and hid out with him. But not just his, his, his family came, but the Bible says all those who were in debt and discontent and in distress came and gathered unto him and made him their captain. The Bible says it was about, I want to say about 600 men that came with him. And he, he trained them and, and, and made them warriors. And while they was out in the field, and they didn't have a city, they didn't have a town, they, they were just a, a band, like a, a, a troop of, of, of men, and with their families and with everything they owned, they was out, with, with, they, was, they was an army without a country almost. And while they was in the field, a lot of times you had shepherds that would be in the field with their sheep and with their, their, their livestock, and they're mostly vulnerable out there because if you, if you smite the shepherd, the Bible says the sheep will scatter. And you had a lot of people that will rob shepherds and take sheep. And, you know, as they in the wilderness, I got nothing else to eat. They, they see somebody kind of slipping and they, they, they take advantage of the situation. But the Bible says why David and his men were in the wilderness with this man Nabal's sheep and shepherds. They didn't suffer no loss. David and them didn't take advantage of the situation. They didn't say, hey, we watching y'all. Nobody's coming around because we here. You know, they didn't tax them. They didn't take, a, take no, nothing for protecting them. And just their mere presence, the Bible says that the young men said they were like a wall unto us. And here it is. It was a time of shearing. And, and, and people that had livestock, they were... The shearing was like a plus. It was an extra income. You know, you have livestock, you have the milk, you have the meat that you can sell. But every year, sheep will grow a new coat, and you can shear it and sell it for extra. And, and, and it, it's like hair. It keeps growing. So it's like a, it's a, something that you can just constantly make money off of. And it was a time of shearing. And David, man, they, they didn't have a country. They didn't have resources like the king. So... David sent some men and asked Nabal, hey, since you got all this extras and, this, and, you, and you're having this feast and it's a time of plenty for, can you, can you just set some aside for us? We, I'm, I'm not taking it. I'm not 
I'm not just going to have my way with them, but I'm going to ask you. He, he, he came very kind with them and, and, and said, bless everything you have. God bless you. And he even said, give unto your son David. He even put, showed him reference and, and said, if, if you have something left over, can you just give some to me and my man? And the Bible records that Nabal, Nabal, his name means foolish. He was a fool. He, he, he didn't have the ability of reasoning. He wouldn't counsel with nobody. He just was evil. He was an evil man, the Bible says. And, and, and the man came and talked to him, and he told him, who is this David? Who, who is this son of Jesse? Who, who is this person I should even give my resources, my extra? I got people that work, and I give my extra to them. Who, who, who is this David? I, I, don't, I don't know where he come from. I don't know where he's going. I, I, so what that he was out there? He was just a scraggler or something. He, he, he disrespected him and his messengers. And the men looked and was like, okay, all right, turned away. They didn't argue or fight with him, but they went back and gave the message back to David. And David was so mad. And, and the first thing he said was, every man get your sword. And he grabbed his sword. And the Bible says that he took 400 men. Left 200 men back, but he took 400 men and he said, surely as the Lord liveth, if I leave one man alive, every man that, everybody under this man's house has got to die. And the Bible records that when, when the messenger left, one of the young men that, that, that witnessed the goodness of David and seen what he did, ran to Abigail. The Bible says she was beautiful. Bible says she was wise. The, the messenger went to, to Abigail and Abigail, told Abigail everything that her husband Nabal did. And the Bible says that she hastened. She hurried up and said, hold on. We, we, have to, we, we, we have to do something. And, and, she, and she gathered all these things and, 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 and sent it before to, to, as, a, as a present, as a gift unto David. And she went and met him herself against a whole army. And the Bible says she came down and bowed herself down. And, and, and the Bible says that she went to David and told, her, told him that whatever you was going to do and, and all that you had in your heart to do to Nabal, he, he deserved it. He, he's, he's a wicked man. He's foolish. He's, his name says it all. Do it unto me. Let the charge be laid to my account. And, and, and David was so impressed, and he looked, and he, 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 he stopped, and he received what she was given, and his anger was, was settled. She, she had told him, now, hold on, David, you, you, you are a righteous man. You're a man of God, and surely you're going to be king one day. Surely the Lord has anointed you. You don't want this on your record. You, you, don't, you don't want this on, you know, when, when, you, when, you, when you reign and God give you all this glory, you don't want it to be a, a, a whisper to say, well, you know what he did to Nabal and them. You, you, you know he, he, he can't get mad and he, he, he can't, you know, flip his top. Or You don't want this on your record. You, God has done so much to you. Don't, don't even give this fool the time of day. And she interceded on behalf of the whole household. It wasn't just her. She, she could have stayed quiet. And they would have came and wiped out every man in that house. She would have been saved alive. 
But she went and interceded, not just for her husband, but that young man that came to her and said, hold on, he, he was like a wall to us. Now evil has come upon us because he's a son of Bilal. He, he, you can't even reason with him. It's foolish. It's just, just deprived and didn't recognize a blessing when he seen it. And I come tonight to tell that story because when I, when I read it, and I, I read it again, and I was just looking, and, and every time I read about a, a woman in the Bible, I, I, I look at aspect and see the church, and, and, I, and I see even how she, we, 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 we can come in here and praise God and sing his praises all day long, and, and we know we saved. We, we know we're going to be okay. We have the hope of glory. Amen. We know that Jesus is coming back. We have the, the, the seal of the Holy Ghost. We have the earnest expectation. We have the inheritance, the stamp. We have all the promises that's in, in Christ. Yea and amen. And if we stay silent, it's a sword that's coming. Judgment that is coming to this world. We can't stay in this church and be quiet. We can't stay in here and just shout our way into heaven. And yes, the world have a spirit of foolishness. And yes, the, 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 we are in the dispensation of grace. And God is shedding love everywhere. Whether they recognize who is this son of God, who is Jesus, who, who he, he's one of many religions. What, what make your religion right? Foolishness. The Bible says the fool says in his heart that there is no God. But even though they're foolish, we have the revelation. We should have the understanding. They don't even understand that it's danger that's coming. The Bible says after she, she met David, she went back to the house and he was having a party. The New Testament speaking and, 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 and Ecclesiastes speaks about how people say, well, let's just drink and be merry. Tomorrow we die. They, they have no hope. They, they, they want all their good things now. They, they don't have eternity on their mind. They have it in their heart, but they don't have it in their mind. They think of the here and now. She didn't even speak to him. She didn't go back and say, why did you do this and why did you do that? And it wasn't no reasoning with him. Sometimes we, we come across people in the world and they do things that's crazy to us. And you try to tell them they're not going to hear. They can't hear you. There's so much of a son of Bilal that the, the God of this world has darkened their, their sight and, 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 and stopped their ears. That's why the Bible says, he that have an ear, let him hear. Everybody got ears don't mean they listen, amen. So she, she went back home, let him party. She went on to bed. But she told him the next day and told him what danger that they was in and how she basically saved the whole household. And he didn't even respond. The Bible says that his heart was torn, turned into like a stone. He died within himself. That's why it's good to let God deal with people's heart. You, you, if she would have went back and argued with him and 
and, and tussle with them and the man probably was drunk and you know, you never know what, what the outcome was, but she was full of wisdom. The church, we got to be full of wisdom how we deal with people. Their heart is hard and the Bible says that he, 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 would, he would give them a different heart. This man was foolish. He was living for the day. He didn't recognize a good thing. It, it, you, man, you, you see the world and people are so blessed. People are so blessed. And I'm not talking about financially. Or I'm talking about just blessed. The common, the providence of God just, just blessed. Families doing well and healthy. And, and, and a lot of times they're like that because they're connected because somebody praying for them. They was in the presence of David men and they was blessed because of just being in the proximity of a child of God. And they still don't recognize the blessing that they have. And you can tell them, Jesus is coming. And they are, oh, yeah, I've been hearing that since my grandma and my grandpa. and They've been saying that since they was little. Where is his coming? But us as a church, no matter if they respond or not, no matter if, 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 if they get religion or not, if, if revival or, or not, no matter if we can teach them Bible studies, go through the Bible back and forth, and some people won't get it. Some people won't get it. Some people will still reject that their heart is so hard. They're so foolish. But we don't write those people off. We still need to intercede for those people. We still need to go meet Jesus and say, Lord, stay your hand. Lord, keep, keep, keep the judgment back. Don't you know the Bible says we are the salt of the earth? It's a preservative. The reason why God's wrath is not being poured out on this earth is because we are still here. Because the church is still here. And our job is to witness and to go out and, 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 and compel men to come. But you're de dealing with men. You're dealing with people that, that is depraved. They, I mean, I, I, I don't know how to explain it adequately, but it's some crazy folks out there. It's some, cra it's some crazy folks out there. And you can tell them the truth. You can love on them. And, and, and their mind is so twisted. That's where the word perverted comes from. It's just so twisted to where they can't even recognize love if it's in their face. So many other people that told them they loved them or the world tried to sell what they said love is and they got burnt or they got hurt. And so when it's in front of their face, they all heard that all before. But you don't write them off. The sword was coming. She could have been a widow. Knock Nabal could have got slaughtered. She would have inherited everything he had. Lived her life. But she met and bowed down and interceded. Like Moses said, Lord, don't do this. If you brought these people out and, and, and you don't deliver them to the land they promised, people are going to say you, you, you couldn't deliver, you couldn't make it all the way. And he, and, he, and, he, and he didn't do it for his name's sake, knowing that he was righteous. And she appealed to the righteousness of God. When you see somebody that far gone appeal to the righteousness of God, God, I know, you, that's why God called us to love them. Because God loved them. And such were some of you. Let's not forget. 
Let's not forget, I, I, I was in men's prayer a, about a year ago, and I told the brothers, brothers, half of y'all would have seen me about 10 years ago, well, no more than 10 years, about 20 years ago, y'all would have crossed the street. I talked different, looked different. I was one of them guys, sag they pants. I, I be looking at the kids now looking like, Lord have mercy, I used to look like that. I used to, I used to talk like, I'm scared, like, oh, Lord Jesus. I, I love you from a distance, I'm gonna pray for you. Get about the sound of my head, be, be in the prayer line. That's the truth. But don't, don't, don't withdraw yourself to the point where you just sit back. The Bible talks about how he put watchmen on the wall and how he said, if you hold your peace, you see the sword coming. You see the sword coming. And you don't open up your mouth. They blood will be upon your hand. Now, if you tell them, hey, the sword is coming, and they ignore you, they blood will be upon their own head. But you have to tell them. You have to cry loud and spare not. And just don't tell the people that you think that'll hear you. You know, we have a tendency to say, oh, man, he's ready. He's, he's solid. Oh, his heart is ready. He, he's almost to repentance. And other people, they got a mohawk and tattoos and earlobes this big, and you're like, nah, he ain't ready. He look like he enjoys sin. Now, they need to hear it too. They need to hear it too. Don't pick and choose. A sword is coming. We have to, we have to, we have to tell it, and then when they don't hear it, we come here and, and pray. We intercede. We intercede. We have to bow down before Jesus, and not just for me and mine. Because it wasn't just about Nabal. It was the servants that was, he said, every male in that house, I ain't going to leave nobody alive. Nobody alive. The church, we have to be an intercessory prayer for this, for this world that's lost. I'll I, I, I tell you this. It's, it's, a, it's a form of preaching that's going around, and I'm not, going, I'm not talking about no denomination, no nothing, no nothing like that. And I was talking to my wife, and, and I, heard, I heard pastor say a while ago, anything that stroke your ego and pride is not of God. And I was just listening to somebody preaching, and they talk about, yeah, all your haters in the world, and you got all these enemies, and they only treat you like this because you, God is blessing you, and don't pay them no attention. Shout in front of them, and take a lap in front of them, and, you know, and don't, 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 don't. <laughs> don't pay them no attention. And I said, well, the people hate you and are your enemies because they're blind. They don't have what you have. You don't react to them as if they're trying to hurt you. The reason they, they, they're, they're re reacting to you in a certain way is because you have something that they don't have, and they're probably trying to get it, and they just don't know how. How about you open up your mouth and tell them? Don't give them the cold shoulder. Oh, they hating on me. Nah. Jesus said the world hated me. Surely they're going to hate you. 
Don't be surprised when somebody talk bad about you or try to slanderize your name. They did it to Jesus. Are you greater than, that's what he asked, are you any servant greater than his master? Don't be surprised. And we wrestle not against flesh and blood. They are deceived. They are deceived. Nabal was a fool. And, and, and you know what? I, I love the, the way the story ends. It ain't like she fell down and Nabal heard, oh, my life was in danger. It ain't like he woke up from his hangover and was like, let me go to the temple and repent. Now, the Bible says he died 10 days later. God, but God dealt with him. God dealt with him. David didn't even have to raise his sword, raise, raise his hand and do anything. Let God deal with the people that, that you feel done you wrong. Vengeance is the Lord's. That's saith the Lord. Not Brother Jordan, saith the Lord. That belongs to him. But as a church, we can't come here mad. I'm a boss and talk bad about me again. And my family, I'm my cousin. I don't, ah, oh man, they get on my nerve. They irritating. You have the light. These people are in darkness. Do you remember when you was in darkness? Do you remember when you couldn't, you was groping, trying to find your way, tripping over stuff, had to can't get rights, can't help it? But thank God for the glorious light of the gospel. Somebody took time and prayed for you and witnessed to you and gave you a Bible study. I'm coming to a close, but I, 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 I want to Friday night we had a youth service, and, and it was a, it was a holy moment. It was a holy moment, and, and the kids was worshiping, and it was it was geared towards outreach. And it was it was a it was a beautiful moment. I, I looked at Brother Tyreek and I said, "Brother, take some pictures. Look look at this. Take some pictures. Take some pictures. Capture this." And 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 the youth was up there just worshiping. Worshiping, worshiping. And what Brother Tyler had them do is he, he passed out a card and, and it says, I, I forgot the wording, but he said, salvation will come too with a blank line on it. And he had to fill out and put at least one name on there and hold the cards up and pray on it and pray for that name. And, and he told him if the Lord put more people on your mind put their names too. If, if, it, if a week or two go by and someone, oh, I should have put somebody else's name, get another card. We got plenty of them. But get somebody in your mind, your heart, that you are willing to pray for, that you are willing to go. Not just come back and forth to church, and, but to really go to the, the horns of the altar and hold on to it until something happens. Until God stay his hand. And, until you see the sword go back into his, into his holder. As a congregation, if we can, if we can come, I just ask for you to put one person, whoever the Lord put on your mind, that's in your life. It could be a coworker, a cousin, a friend, that you will be willing to intercede tonight in prayer for. To say, Lord, have mercy. 
Yeah, they, they do some things foolish. Yeah, they get on my nerve. But Lord, have mercy. You know their heart. You know why they do they, what they do. I, I, I remember I was talking to a brother and I told him, people do things that make sense to them. Might not make sense to you. You're looking like, what in the world were they thinking? I wouldn't have done it. Of course you wouldn't have done it. But the, the people, they do things that make sense to them. And to them, they, they, they are without hope. They're, they're trying to find something. They're trying to fill the void. Yes, they're looking in all the wrong places. Yes, they're going in all the wrong directions. But that's why God put you in their life, to be an intercede. He said, I, I looked for one that would intercede. The tree of life should be full of intercessory prayer. Everybody in here should be an intercessor for somebody. For somebody. For the city. For your home. For your street. The neighbor that you can't stand. Pray for them. Don't be praying, Lord, strike them down. and <laughs> Lord, send David over the hill, Lord. I knew this was coming. I knew it was coming. No, pray for them. Pray for them. I, I, I've learned over the years, you, you see calamity come on somebody, and the first thing somebody say is, well, I could have seen that coming. Well, if you've seen it coming, why didn't you pray? Why didn't you warn them? Oh, they will listen. But don't talk to them, talk to God. Do what, do what, what Abigail did. She didn't even go to her husband. She went and fell on her face. Is there anybody in your life that you're willing to fall on your face for? I know we pray over our food and pray over our children and get a quickening. Glory, thank you, Jesus. But is this somebody that you are willing? I got really bad allergies. If I get to crying and worshiping, it clog up and it take me about a day to even clear it up. So I, I be, I, when I get to praying, I, I feel it swelling up in me, the pressure, and it's irritating. But if I have to cry all night long, I would do it if, if it means that somebody's going to be saved. Even if it's 10 days. If he, even if it's just another day. Yeah, he died 10 days later, but it, it was 10 days. He died alone. It, it could have been his whole house. But because she went out and fell on her face. Don't do this, Lord. Have mercy. Have mercy. When, that, when Abraham was talking to the angel and he was saying, if there's 50 righteous, if there's 50 righteous, that's the time right there. If there was 50 righteous, amen. I ain't know we're going to make a time, that sound. If there's 50 righteous, would you save the city? There's 40, 30, got down to 10 and couldn't find not one. Let that not be said about the tree of life. Let that not be said about the leaves that are given for the healing of the nations. 
Let that not be said about, we, we, I'm, I'll tell y'all, I enjoy coming to the house of God. I enjoy fellowshipping with my brothers and sisters. I love the love that I feel here. I love the anointing. Let's not just keep it in here. We got to take it to the streets. We got to take it to the, the penitentiaries, to the, to the schools, amen, to our, to our jobs. We got to have that if factor, amen. Anybody got it this evening? Anybody got it this evening? Something about that Holy Ghost, I can't explain. You made me feel like Moses. Well, I can't talk that good. Well, you don't, listen, talk to the Lord. He, is, he said, I'm the one who make men's mouth. Talk to the Lord. If you know that person argumentative, smile, love them, talk to the Lord. Talk, intercede for them. Intercede for them. If the musicians can come, y'all can stand to, with me on your feet. If you got one person, just one person. I know a lot of times we ask, let me just see a show. Who, who, been, who been in church over 10 years? Raise your hand. Just 10 years, just the last decade. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I'm not going to tally this up, just in your heart. In the past five years, how many souls have you won? How many people have you interceded for? See, most of hold on, hold that thought. Most of y'all think, well, I invited somebody to church. That's not winning a soul. You got to put some work in. You got to sacrifice some time. You got to be on your face. Bible talks about one plant and one water. Yes, God gives the increase, but we planting and watering, that's some work. You got to break up fallow ground. Gather up the stones. They take time. They take effort. They take us being on our face sometimes. They take us not praying me and my prayers. You might have to agonize in prayer. It's the, the fervent, effectual prayer of the righteous. An energized prayer. Give it your all. Not that, oh, Lord, you know. No, he does know. And that's why he's looking for an intercessor. He's looking for somebody who will stand in the gap. And the reason why I, I named this Joy of the Father Abigail ended up being David's third wife. After Nabal died, he took her. He seen how beautiful she was and how wise she was. He said, I got to have her. Got the, that's going to be my bride. I'm going to take her into myself. Don't you know that's what the Lord does to his church? He's coming for a bride that is wise, that is beautiful. And the father have no more joy than the seed the church reaching for people and standing in the gap for people. It's not just me and mine. I just the tree of life. It's not his will that any shall perish. 
any shall perish. We give glory to God. We bring him joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. When we bring people to God in prayer, I think he, that is, that, that's more Christ-like than anything. The Bible says, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. He came and humbled himself and was obedient. He put himself in harm's way. David could have threw her to the side and kept going. She put herself in harm's way for a fool. For somebody in our flesh might not think they don't even deserve it. The sword is coming. It's about time. I was wondering when the Lord was. I knew God was going to move that. Hey Amen. That's my enemy. No. Fall on your face. And then when you fall on your face, give it to God. In 10 days, if God move it, the Lord give and the Lord take away. Blessed be his name. But let it be said that you tried to do something. You ain't just sit back and watch it happen. Get somebody in your heart tonight. Bring them to the altar. Come on. That one person that you, that you think it might be too far gone. That one person you don't even like to be around. Be honest, come on, we in church now. That person you got to grit your teeth when you're around. You know that person when you see them, you, you just kind of grin, it's like, oh Lord, here we go. That's the person the Lord wants you to intercede for. Lord God, I ask you in the name of Jesus. Ha, ah, hallelujah. Let it be found in this house, Lord God. Intercessors. Those who will stand in the gap, God. Those who will hold the hand of your, your grace, Lord, and extend it to somebody else, Lord God. Let your grace flow through us, Lord God. Let your love flow through us, Lord God. Let us be sweet like the pastor said this morning. Let us, let us produce the fruit of the Spirit, Lord. In every situation, God, even those tough situations, God, give us the wherewithal, Lord God. Give us the ability, Lord God, to walk with godly perspective, God. To see things the way you see them, Lord God. Give us a heart to see people saved, God. Hallelujah. Lord, do it in the name of Jesus. We will bless your name. We will magnify you. The Bible describes it as one pulling out a brand out of the fire. Snatching. You got to snatch a brand out of the fire. Snatch them in prayer right now in the name of Jesus. Reach for them in prayer right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
stay your hand Lord mercy Jesus mercy Lord have mercy Lord God mercy Jesus hallelujah it's not your will God that any perish Lord Jesus but come to the knowledge of the truth Lord and have everlasting life Lord God hallelujah thank you for this revelation Lord thank you for hearing us this night Lord God hallelujah in the name of Jesus